Resilience in the governance market. COVID-19 has brought unprecedented challenges. Companies around the world had to rise to the occasion at a speed they previously could not have imagined. Across industries, leaders in the governance profession had to adjust how they work and what role they should play. Welcome to the Better Boards podcast series. In this episode, I'm delighted to talk with David Press about the evidence of resilience in the governance market. I'm Dr. Sabine Demkowski, founder and managing partner of Better Boards. We make the boards of the most ambitious organizations more effective. Our mission at Better Boards is to contribute to creating better boards. We do this by providing clients with an evidence-based approach for board evaluations and board development programs. To fulfill our mission, we give a voice to all who care about creating better boards. Every first and third Thursday of the month, I speak with insiders that have a seat on the table and those that provide professional services about topics that rank high on the agenda. Thank you so much, David, for contributing to the Better Boards podcast series. Oh, it's a pleasure to be here. It's great to be here and uh, thank you for inviting me to take part. The pandemic has posed unprecedented challenges on organizations. Companies have risen to the occasion, acted swiftly to safeguard employees and mitigated to new ways of working. What have you seen in company secretariats? How have company secretaries mastered the challenges so far? Well, I think company secretaries by their very nature um, are extremely adaptable during periods of change. I mean, the evidence that we've seen in recent weeks, it's been very interesting to kind of see it unfold. I think when we look at, we break this kind of down, to looking at sort of the different aspects of the job. Well, there's the whole sort of issue of working from home. So company secretaries very quickly had to help boards put in place a workable system so that their staff could work from home, uh, make sure all the systems and process were secure and safe, and come up with uh, and, and work with the boards on making sure that all the business as usual uh, work, if it's a PLC company, working through that sort of annual cycle of PLC work, all the compliance, all the regulatory type work, is being dealt with uh, in a timely and efficient manner. And you've got to do that against the backdrop of the difficulties of working, everybody working remotely, not having direct access to people that you would ordinarily have access to, just in the physical sort of office uh, environment. And it's just been very interesting to kind of see how secretariats, not just as individuals, but as teams, have kind of worked together to come up with solutions to those problems. So, I mean, just thinking about some of the work that company secretaries do, just the, the process of meetings administration, you've got to go from having physical meetings to not being able to conduct a physical meeting. So how do those meetings take place? Well, actually, the company secretarial functions had to come up with a way of ensuring that those meetings are run virtually, but also in you know, a, a sort of a compliant way, making sure that everything is, is undertaken smoothly, that the technology is working, that things are being recorded properly, and that communication is kept constant and accurate throughout. So th there's been some huge challenges, and company secretaries that I've spoken to have said they have never been so busy, because 
Mm. They're having to kind of deal with the day, the business as usual work, but then also helping to guide boards through disaster recovery, uh, business continuity, the practical issues of keeping their staff safe, but also connected. So I think company sectors, this is this kind of plays very much to the strength of company sectors. When we look back over um, sort of previous volatile periods of the market, like the financial crisis, actually it just kind of heightens the value, the perceived value within the organisation of what the company secretarial function is there to do and how important it is that they are very much engaged with senior stakeholders in the business to ensure that from a governance perspective, even in times of unprecedented change, that the business continues um, to operate within the construct of a, a sound governance framework. Do you think that this crisis actually had an impact on the role of the company secretariat? Is it too early to say? Or can you already say something how the role has changed or what impact it had on the role of the company secretary? Well, I, I think boards have looked to the company secretarial function for guidance and advice on things that nobody really had a precedent for. So, again, this kind of highlights that resilience and resourcefulness that company secretarial functions provide. Do I think the role is changing? No, I, I don't think it's, ch it's, it's necessarily going to change it. It's probably going to enhance it. And I think in many respects, volatility is one of those things that plays very nicely into the hands of, of company sectors. And whilst nobody's really enjoyed the last five months and in terms of the challenges that it's brought, actually from a governance and uh, company secretarial perspective, it's been a very, very interesting time. And it's, it's likely to highlight to boards the needs to really engage the company secretarial function in the commercial aspects of running the business to a greater extent where perhaps they might be in some organizations a bit more of an administrative function mm -hmm. because where do you go for this advice I mean yes you can go to your external advisors but actually you've got a good resource internally that can work around these problems and offer solutions so I don't see the role changing per se more it being enhanced and actually perhaps a slight repositioning within some organisations to be a bit more aligned with the strategic, more aligned commercially with what the business is doing, as opposed to being an administrative function. Interesting. Very much aligned to some of the conversations I had. Zoom in a little bit. What impact did this crisis have on the setup and way of working of a company secretariat? Are there any issues that have become more important and any issues that drop maybe a little bit off the agenda? On the point about the way of working, look, I think the one thing we've all learned over the last few months is you can work remotely. If you look at company secretarial functions, and certainly when, when we're recruiting to teams, these tend to be office-based jobs five days a week. And this idea of working flexibly and remotely was generally perceived within the co-sec function as being quite difficult to manage, given the amount of interaction that you need with mm -hmm. senior stakeholders in the business, other departments. And I think what this has shown us is that actually, with the right technology, it is possible to, for company secretaries to perform their function 
to just as high a standard working remotely. And actually, one might argue that there'll be efficiencies created from all of this using technology in a slightly different way, for example, with sort of meetings administration. Well, I think the issues that are becoming more important to company secretaries, I, I think from a recruitment point of view, if you'd asked me that question a few years ago, the things that are important are sort of salary, rec- you know, having that sort of recognition, title status. And what we found in the last few years and certainly heightened over the last five months is that the issues that are coming more important is good leadership and stewardship is key. Because if you don't have that, then the opportunity to kind of learn and develop and add value as a company sector professional is limited. So I think also just looking at that flexible working point that we were talking about, I think this has kind of raised lots of very interesting sort of issues within the profession about whether or not companies are able to kind of significantly widen their talent pool by looking at people that aren't located within commutable distance of their offices, but could work effectively remotely. So if, for example, you were based in Manchester and and the pool of candidates is relatively small, could you look at London-based candidates, therefore significantly widening your pool of individuals, and have them working remotely and perhaps just visiting the office during important, you know, to attend important meetings or just occasionally to be there with the team. And also from the individual's point of view, I think there's been a time to reflect on what's important to an individual about their job, their role. Um, I think for many people now, they're, they're saying, well, actually, I don't want to be based in the office five days a week. And if my employer is unable to allow me to work flexibly, maybe three days a week from home, then, you know, I was previously very happy in my job and had no intention of leaving. I may look elsewhere. So I think that flexibility point and the time that people have had to sort of really think about what they want from not just their careers, but their lives is no doubt going to have some impact on the market as a whole, as people kind of adjust what it is they're looking for from their job, their career, and how they balance that successfully with their home life. How many secretaries who listen to this now and who wish to develop their careers, are there any skills that become now more important? You alluded to technology, of course. Is this new skill set they should emphasize? Well, I think technology is playing a very important part in sort of developing the function. But I think company secretaries are individuals within organizations. You can't completely take away the human element of what company secretaries do. And that relationship building at board level is critical. So I think the skills that company secretaries need to develop, and it's always been this way, but I think it's been heightened. So I think those, those interpersonal skills, those softer skills, are crucial when it comes to building those relationships, but also being able to kind of influence. I think at times of change, significant change, company secretaries are there to not just advise, but also influence some of the decision-making. So that commerciality is important. I think with the technology, you know, from a housekeeping point of view, there's always going to be enhancements there. And, And beyond the administration a big part of this role is is about people and relationships 
it's a difficult thing to teach somebody. And, and in a way, what we'd seen over the last 10 years in terms of how the company secretarial function has changed, I think it's accelerated now in terms of moving away from being this back office administrative function and more into sort of a commercially aligned one, as I was saying before. And that profile that company sectors that have successfully built over the last 10 years is what has attracted a, a very different type of individual to the profession in the first place. We found many lawyers whose careers have gone down quite a narrow and sort of niche area, preferring the broader commercial appeal of the company secretarial role. Mm-hmm. And the amount of interaction you have with most senior people in the business. So I think the skills are very, very geared towards the interpersonal and influencing skills. The technology kind of goes hand in hand with that. And I think for the new breed of company secretaries coming through, it's second nature to them to embrace technology and use it to Mm -hmm. its fullest potential. I think those that don't will be left behind utilize technology or pull themselves away from being just a support function and more into an advisory one I think may get left behind a little bit so you know I think just tied in with that it's that solutions orientated approach that company secretaries now need and it's not just coronavirus there are lots of events that have impacted the function over the last few years you know referendum brexit elections all sorts of things that that affect stability and productivity in this country has meant that companies have had to adapt and change. And behind that, you've got a governance function that is supporting how companies need to adapt in order to stay competitive, but also, again, within the construct of of a solid governance framework. These are interesting times for company secretaries, but I think in many respects, this is what makes the job's so interesting and this is what is attracting so many people towards the profession going back a few years they may not have even heard of what a company secretarial function is or does i can confirm this from what i've seen in recent board evaluations what you said and i would like to zoom in on one specific thing it's of course difficult because what happens in a board meeting is only a small part and I heard quite often that company secretaries miss these bumping into board members on the hallway or these little side conversations that happen before or after a board meeting. That's very challenging to have this with the technology. Have you seen any great practices that help company secretaries to overcome this? Because it wasn't possible to bump into a board member on the hallway. How can we have side conversations these days? It's a very good point. You know, we're we're working in a very different set of circumstances at the moment. And you're right, some information that conversations that get held outside a a formal meeting can often add context to what's being discussed or what's going to be discussed. You know, helps the company secretary sort of understand some of the wider issues and some of the subtle issues, again, that might not come out in a formal meeting. But I think, again, this kind of plays to this idea that relationships are key for the company secretary and the team. If you've got an established relationship with the board or the NEDs, you would be finding other ways to kind of read between the lines. And that would be, you know, a regular 
conversation and update on Teams. It might be, you know, just a telephone call to kind of clarify one or two issues. Idea that you're missing some of those subtle pieces of information goes for every profession, you know, at all levels, because, you know, I think that that's why in many respects it's going to be quite important to get back to the office sooner rather than later, because, you know, you miss even just conversations with your team members, um, the conversation across the table, the sharing of information. It's quite difficult to do in a sort of scheduled way because a lot of those conversations take place. They're, they're not planned. They just happen because you're in the same vicinity. You're talking to each other. That conversation leads on to sort of another thing in a thought process and therefore brings up a, another line of conversation. And that's very difficult. You can't plan that. that just something, that's just something that happens naturally uh, between sort of two people in a given moment. So I think where company secretaries are not sure or they need a bit more information or they need a bit more colour on a particular subject, what they're doing is arranging a call or a, you know, a video conference and checking in regularly with the people they need to check in with Mm. dig beneath the surface a little bit and add a bit more context. Great. And of course, I have to ask this, David, of course, what impact do you think did this crisis have on the role company secretaries play when it comes to uh, board evaluations? There is evidence to suggest that the board evaluations are still taking place, albeit virtually. You know, I think there are some challenges with that because a big part of that board evaluation process is that sort of face-to-face -face contact, being in the office, understanding the culture, understanding individuals. I think where you've got embedded relationships and you understand the people, the culture, the strategy, I think it's possible to conduct a meaningful board evaluation. But I think there needs to be a bit of a sort of caveat on um, there'll be certain things that you just can't, some information will be quite difficult to glean. I suspect that there may be a number of companies that looking at sort of slightly different ways to conduct it or just postponing them until people are back in the office. So I think it's a matter of priority and practicality. If they can be conducted in a meaningful way, then, then they will be done. If the feeling is that they can't be conducted in a meaningful and practical way, then they'll be delayed until people are back in the office, you know, either in sort of a, a, during the course of the next quarter or the early part of next year. I mean, I have to say we were challenged because we were, of course, hit by this situation. We conducted two completely virtual board evaluations and we, as well as our clients, were surprised because there is an element that the interviews were incredibly authentic. We got very rich information from the video calls. Of course, everything had to be done virtually. But yeah. I was really positively surprised about the richness of the data uh, we got because some of the conversations are almost more authentic because we are all in it. We're all sitting at home and try to do our best via video calls. And I yeah. was really positively surprised about the results we achieved. I think if you're able to conduct a virtual interview and if the quality of that interview is good enough, then, then absolutely you're getting as good a picture from that individual as you would do face to face. 
And, and you're right, there is an argument to say that with people being at home, they're not as distracted by things going on in the office and urgent matters. They can allocate the time and they are focused solely on that, that conversation. And you're right, I think, again, people have had time to sort of reflect and that would come out in a sort of in a conversation, uh, in an interview with a board director, where you're going to get sort of a, perhaps a slightly different answer and conversation than you would have done if we were living in normal times and you were conducting that interview in the office. This was on to a point everyone is interested in. Pay for company secretaries. You bring out an annual report about compensation structures for company secretaries. Yeah. And I know that your next report is coming out already in September. Can you right. maybe reveal some of the up-and-coming highlights? There's no evidence to suggest that salaries have been impacted by the last five months. I think it's a bit premature to say exactly what may happen over the next year or so in terms of pay and benefits. I think in many respects, there's a couple of things I think are going to happen. So I think just generally speaking, salaries haven't really changed much since last year. Over the last five years, they, they kind of rose quite a bit between 2016 and 2018. And then they, the salaries started to kind of plateau. I think what's sort of slightly concerning me at the moment is that the recruitment at the very junior level has dropped dramatically. And if that doesn't pick up soon, then what we're going to have is a shortage of supply of good assistant company secretaries over the next four or five years. And that puts an upward pressure on salaries. So I think things don't improve in terms of recruitment activity at the junior end that's going to cause a, a bottleneck at the assistant company secretary level. And we're going, to see, we're going to feel the impact of that. There's going to be a shortage of supply and an increase in demand. And that pushes salaries up. And that's what happened a few years ago. I think at the sort of senior level, I can't see a huge amount changing over the next year to 18 months. I think companies will look to lock in good talent, as they always do. And that might mean giving them above inflation salary increases at pay review time, at their sort of annual review time, which isn't so much of an issue at the very senior level. But if that's happening at the assistant and senior assistant level, what you can find is you've got people that are being paid very well relative to how qualified they are. And that makes it difficult for them to move on because other companies will just won't be prepared to pay above the odds to get talent on board. So at the moment, salaries are stable. We're not seeing increases nor decreases anywhere within any sector. I think one of the things we started to see in the last four or five weeks, which is to be expected, is, is perhaps a few more redundancies within sectors that have been impacted quite badly by the coronavirus, obviously hospitality, leisure, retail, etc. And for those individuals, they are typically at the assistant, co-sec assistant, assistant and senior assistant level. And what you'll find is that where you've got more of a supply of individuals in the market than you ordinarily would have, and individuals that are very keen to find new jobs, they may be more flexible with their salary requirements at a time where job flow is down and there are more candidates in the market. So I don't actually think salaries have changed. I think what you'll find is that individuals, especially those that have been made redundant, 
are going to be more flexible on the salary that they will accept to secure a new job. But I don't think we're talking major shifts down, but I think, you know, maybe a 10% drop because I think companies generally feel that there is a value placed on individuals with a certain level of experience coming from a certain type of background and experience. So that's what I would expect to see over the next few months is increase in supply, a bit more flexibility from individuals, but I don't think companies will take advantage of that. Well, thank you very much, David. Any last comments? What is the key takeaway from this podcast? Well, I think the key takeaway is, to me, what's been highlighted over the last five months is just how resilient the company secretarial profession is and how front and centre company secretaries are in dealing with all the issues that have come out of this coronavirus pandemic. Company secretaries, to my mind, are increasingly valued by organisations and increasingly utilised. One company secretary once said to me, they need to have chameleon-like tendencies. That ability to kind of change and adapt to their environment is key to the success of the role. So I think that company sectors will continue to add value, uh, not just sort of now, that will help companies through this difficult period by offering sound advice making sure that moving forward there are contingencies, there's a major shock in the market again, that there are contingencies in place. And I think, again, it just sort of highlights what a great profession it is to be in now and in the future. This is going to sort of dramatically increase the profile of the profession, not just within the organisation, but externally as well. Brilliant, David. Thank you so much for contributing to the Better Boards podcast series, David. Thanks for having me. How can we help you and your board? We at Better Boards are delighted to hear from you. You can best reach us on info at better-boards.com. Thank you for listening.